Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Karen is the proven expert in addiction treatment. A recent independent study showed that 94% of Karen patients were still in recovery 90 days post-treatment. Visit caron.org real. Karen. Real results. Real care. Real about recovery. Experience an epic summer at Busch Gardens Williamsburg with world-class rides, shows, exciting animal encounters, and all-new thrills on Pantheon, the world's fastest multi-launch coaster. Come early and stay late during summer celebration. Now through August 14th, see the stars of America's Got Talent, live concerts, and fireworks every weekend. There's always more to do at the world's most beautiful theme park, Busch Gardens Williamsburg. Save up to 50% on tickets, fun cards, and memberships during our 4th of July sale. Restrictions apply. Are we having trouble sleeping, guys? Yet again on the trail. That pillow not too soft, a little hard. Guy next to you snoring. Well, I have a, I have a solution for you. I have a solution. It's a hat, uh, maybe a beanie. Either way, it's called the Jolly Whomper. And what it is, it's the, it's the end all be all of trouble sleeping. Basically, what it is is you hit a little button when you want to sleep, when you're ready to go to sleep. And what happens is a big old huge lighted picture of Carl pops up into your face on one side. It's so scary, you turn your head the other way and Carl's fist will punch you in the face. You're out. That, you are out. 100% guaranteed. Check it out at jollywomp.com. What's going on, B&B? This is Derek, and with me today is the only man who will wear a nightlight on his head and claim it's a headlamp because he's doesn't want to look too insecure. <laughs> Carl Mandrioli, what's going on? Nightlight. Do you still sleep with nightlights? Are you still afraid of the dark? Am I still afraid of the dark? I've never really. Yeah. No, I've never really been afraid of the dark. Okay, fair enough. My brother was. <laughs> <laughs> with me today is Derek Smurville, a man who takes newbies on the trip, and then he looks at them intensely and says, may the forest be with you. Oh, that's really? You're yes. better than that. Yes. Was that out of your joke book? Uh, Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> shopping in the children's section again. I love it. Shop, Page seven. Shopping in the children's <laughs> section again. 
All right, so just to clarify what this episode is about is we've got pro tips for trip planners. We're not going to go like step-by-step step how to plan a trip. This is no. just for people. I think I think the overwhelming majority of the folks that uh, listen to the show, our fellow adventurers out there, have planned a trip, are going to plan a trip, or have regularly planned trips. Is that mm-hmm. yeah. fair? Yeah, competent. These are competent people. Right, but we still have a percentage that are more... In the Derek boat, the lazy coattail riders as well. <laughs> That's not me at all. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, well, you know what? We'll go through it, and then you can, and then we'll see if you kind of fit that criteria. But these are just tips that might make your trip better, more efficient, more fun, mm. more exciting, more memorable, all those things. If you're looking to be just like step-by-step, step, how to be the best possible trip planner, like a borderline guide, Right. We, I think you got to go back to last year's episode with Cassie, um, who yeah. oh. just ha- gave expert advice. She went above and beyond. Super planner. We'll go super yeah. planner on that. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff that I would not even be willing to do because of the effort level it took. She yeah. just does with ease. With ease. With it was almost yeah. annoying how easy it seemed for her. I'm like, man, this is, that's her talent. That's her gift. Good yeah. She's her. gifted with leadership, with, I don't know, interpersonal connections where she can kind of in- anticipate the the needs and the, the wants of people that are trying to you know, get into backpacking and hiking and all that stuff. So she, I think, or she just has like superior communication skills to you and I. You know yeah, that's most people though, right? That's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, so we've just got some tips and things that, that can help make your trips better. And I think that, I think it's a pro man. I think these are pro tips. Yeah. I would think so. I hope so. All right. Yeah, yeah. We'll find out. So here's how I, here's how I structured it because, um, I wanted to, yeah, just got to get the authentic Derek in this one. So I've got the categories, the scenarios, and I've got my own ideas for how I would handle them. But we're going to see how Derek would handle them as well. Oh, boy. Is that fair? Here we go. Yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about it. Okay. So I've got, what do I have? I've got, got five kind of covering both the perspective of the, the planner and the coattail rider. Are right. you ready for this? I'm buckled up and ready to roll. All right. It's coming up right after this. The 4th of July sales on at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Almost everything is 50 to 70% off. Plus, take an extra 10% off. Doorbusters start at just $5. But hurry, the sale ends July 5th. Only at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop for the season with 50% off everything at Banana Republic Factory. Discover adventure-ready styles from effortless dresses to utility classics from $24.99. Find your nearest store or shop online. Only at Banana Republic Factory. All right, my friend. So let's just jump in with one of our favorite places in the world, the Ranger yep. Station. Uh, my favorite. Okay. Love it. This has happened to us multiple times where we show up or sometimes like we get notified ahead of time, but they have messed up our permit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, like we have a plan and the plan goes awry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I can, a couple examples would be where we were we had kind of a shuttle set up for a trailhead. Right. And they said we shut that trailhead down because there's a lot of grizzly bear action in that area. Right. Um, we've had other other spots where they basically, you know, they said we can go. Uh, they they gave us a permit on the wrong day, and we'd already reserved like vacation days and stuff. So yeah, and we find out when we get there, or yeah, kind of with Usually. not enough notice, kind of a thing. Or yeah, well yeah. So. What so. are you d- anticipating that this could be a problem in the future, knowing that the ranger stations, they're not perfect, and either they're not perfect or they're intentionally messing our stuff up because of run-ins we've had with rangers. What what do you do about that? It's oh, such a headache, too. I think, well, is well. correct me if I'm wrong. Is it, you're, you're the one getting a lot of these permits. So 
are some of them still old school or are a lot of them like, you know, you're requesting online and you can give like, you know, digital details where they can see it as opposed to like a phone call. Right. right? So yeah, there's still some, some still have old school capabilities, right, but right. most of them actually, I think all of them have the online version does not guarantee success though. Still does not guarantee success. So, right. I mean, what can you do? Like when you get out there and you find right. out like, what did we do? We had to like change our trip some of the, some of the time, right? We had to go, um, well, we had some shuttle issues, right? For right. Uh, where was that? That was a uh, Glacier National Park. That was Glacier. So it was challenging. I mean, we had to, we had to find a shuttle, um, a different type of way around. We had to just, I think, change our itinerary a little bit, right? And right. So anticipating that this could be a problem in the future, like this, we're not done with this problem. This problem is going to happen. I mean, again. how many times can you? How many times can you follow up? Like once you get your permit, can you follow up and be like, look? Mm-hmm. I just want to double check everything. Right. Can you send me an email confirmation? Right. right? Things no, like you get that. all that stuff naturally, but you know, you, when you show up and they say we've shut this trailhead down, and then I say, "Awesome, could you have sent an email out a few <laughs> days ago so we could have planned?" And they're like, "We don't have that capability." So and like, I was like, "Really? You guys don't have you don't have email? You don't have you can't email computers? permit computers? holders? Yeah, yeah." So uh, yeah, you got to go back to the car and like figure out where you're gonna go, right? Right. So my point is, look, this has happened to us. It's gonna happen again. For sure. Okay, so as a what's a pro tip for a trip planner knowing that this might happen again? Have plan B. Have a plan. That is yeah. correct. That's exactly what I have in my nose. Have my a friend. plan B. Maybe it maybe yeah. even a plan C. I don't know. But it's and plan B is never going to be like ideal, but it's like at least you're prepared. You know, you're going to be like, yeah. all right, well, that blows, but we have another plan. We'll just go with that. No, plan B is, is key, especially when we're talking national parks or hard to get permits, right? Yeah. Yeah. So well, hard to get permits too. Yeah, we've done that. Hard to get permits. We'll have Plan B, and then like you're saying, if they mess it up, then mm-hmm. it's gonna be a lot easier. So Plan Bs can look different. They can be, you know, going on a different trail or a similar trail, or trying to find, a, you know, a nearby trailhead, which I had to do last summer, where one trailhead got shut down, so we just kind of hiked in for a different trailhead. It added on just like a couple extra miles, not terrible, right. but right. you might have to add on quite a few extra miles in some cases. But Plan B could also be going to an entirely different wilderness area that's just nearby. Right. If, like, we got shut down in Glacier, we could go to, say, something called, like, the Bob Marshall Wilderness nearby, which not as good, but still awesome. Well, and, and it could change your loop and do an out and back, depending on, you know, what's available and what's not. Right, so. right. So, you got to be flexible, but I think you don't always have to have a plan B, but if you're going to, into a, an area that's, like, in high demand, mm. if you're going to a place like Glacier that tries to sabotage your trip, <laughs> then have a plan B. <laughs> Intentionally don't want you to go. They, the oh one in one, one single trip, they like tried to sabotage us like three or four different <laughs> ways. I'm like, I don't know what else you guys can do. You don't. You clearly don't want, we want just us out want to get here. on the trail. And while we're out here, there's there's rangers that are like hovering over you as you hike. Yeah. So. Most ranger infested park I think I've ever. Been yeah. To. Can we see your permit? You just asked us. We saw you yesterday. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know. I need to see your permit again. Is it in the waterproof <laughs> casing? Did you sign it with a pen and not pencil? You know. Do you remember that? By the way, I don't think we brought this up before. We ha- we saw a ranger. A female ranger, an mm. older lady. She was friendly, but she checked her permit literally one day, and then we crossed paths with her the next day, and she checked it again. Oh, she forgot. <laughs> yeah, she forgot. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, there's not a lot of eight people groups out here because these permits are so hard to get. Yeah, so that was kind of funny. Maybe yeah, she thought maybe, we burned it in the fire. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was friendly about it. it wasn't like she was mean, but anyway. Um, so have a plan, but that's good. Okay. That was the first one. Second one. So a good pro tip is have a plan B when you're going to those high traffic zones. Yeah. Okay. So this one is becoming a bigger and bigger problem and a bigger and bigger bummer, let's be honest. But in more places, campfires aren't allowed. So sad. 
So okay? sad. So you're sitting around camp, and when you have a campfire, like everybody collectively has something to stare at. It's right. kind of fun, right? right? It's a morale booster too. Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. So when you take that you know? away, and you're just kind of like sitting around nothing, it's kind of uh, kind of awkward, right? Well, well, yeah. Last time we couldn't do a fire. It was kind of like, meh. yeah. It's, so what do you do around camp? What what's your solution for this? Portable heater. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> stare, stare at a portable heater. <laughs> Get out that stove and light up that propane. Cook some food. Um, okay. It's, I mean. Isobutane. Yeah, well, butane. Uh, not propane, <laughs> sorry. The, if if you, I mean, look, the fire is the fire. I mean, it's not really a great, in my mind, it's not like a great substitute for the fire, but except maybe. Yeah, this is a softball for you, man. This is like right up your alley. Games and food is what I'm going to say. Games and games food. food. That's all you can really okay. substitute with. All right. Level one games, people that don't typically do this, what should they bring? They have the bocce ball, travel size, which weighs. You feel like that's level one? Level one? What are, you, what are these levels? Yeah, like entry level. Entry yeah, level. It's an easy, it's yeah. lightweight, it's easy and fun. Okay. I would say that's like level three personally, but that's Well, fine. you're, you know, not, you don't really participate in games anymore. So, uh, <laughs> I would say the, obviously the deck of cards is your big, your big go-to. That's easy. And there's lots of, uh, that's level one for you. Um, and then if you want to get creative, we sometimes bring like the essential parts of board games and then we make, we mm -hmm. still make it happen like Carcassonne and all these things. But, uh, you right. know, little little. They have a lot of these lightweight games now at REI. You can do. I, I almost got a. I almost got a cornhole set the other day. Um, yeah. Things like that. So they have some stuff, but mainly cards they as do. you go to. Or or you could get dice and do that game you hate, which is Farkle. Right? You hate that game. Oh, I do not like that game. Yeah, but you can do it. I will play one. I'll play a round of it to be a good sport. But I liars dice from the Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's. It's a it's basically like a non-conversational base game. I li I like having conversation. I get it. So I get it. Yeah. So I think having a game here's the here's the deal with uh, the bocce balls. If you got a day where it's either high mileage, mm. or if you have kind of some people that aren't conditioned to the trail, they're new, they're unfit, whatever, kind of walking around for a long game. Staying on your feet might not be up their alley. Well, if you're bad at it, it's a long game, yes. Um, so <laughs> that's true. That is true. But I think it's mainly like, you know, what, we, we enjoyed it like before dinner. I don't know. I mean, I get what you're saying. Like if you had a long day, then yeah, yeah. you probably – we didn't do it when we had like, what, like 12 to 15-mile days or something. We weren't going to botch it, I don't think, but – Usually it's just like let's just go. You would do it. You're you're mo you know what you you'll struggle through the hike. You'll be lying on the side of the trail mm -hmm. exhausted. You're like I can't go on, and we like drag you to the finish line. Once you get there, you're like bocce ball. Let's play. <laughs> Look, if we're having competitions <laughs> and points and stuff for uh, exactly. game medallions, I'll, I'll muster it up. But okay, yeah, primarily you want some energy for that. Yeah, but cards is probably the easiest okay. go to. Uh, next one. So that's a. Yeah, pro tip for when campfires aren't there. I, 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 I really do just enjoy sitting around the campfire. Though, I know. That's the best. It is the best. Uh, okay, next one. I don't know that you have a lot. I know you have at least a little bit of experience. I don't know that you've had a lot of experience mm -hmm. with this. Is if there's snow on the ground, mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, springtime, early summer, whatever. So snow's everywhere. Right. And then so all your your wood is kind of it's wet, basically, as a result of the snow. Mm. I haven't. That's a good one. What do you use to start a fire if, in places that actually allow the campfires? Like, where are you going to find the good dry wood? The good dry wood. I think I would. I, yeah. I, I'm trying to think. Well, I haven't had a lot of uh, experience with this. We did have some rain that one year. 
Um, That's different because you can find right. the stuff under the trees. Under the trees. I don't know. For snow, I haven't really ever had to do that. I think I brought my own. Yeah, I haven't had to do that for snow. I haven't had that issue because I don't. We when would we when did we hike in snow snow? Like we had patches here and there, but not full snow. I didn't do the I didn't do the snowshoe trip. Okay. So what did you you had well, a cabin though on that one, right? So right. Yeah, this this might be more your ballpark because you're. I'm stump. I'm stumping on this one. Well, I mean, I'm gonna obviously look under certain things, and if there's areas that that are, you know, that didn't get snowed on or like p- piles of things, I mean, I'd probably start there. Okay. But I don't know. What's your what's your. Uh, this one, I, yeah, I haven't ever had it. I've never had to do this because we live in a drier climate, and so I can typically find something. But yeah. the from watching some survival shows, I have learned that you want to find dead hang. So wood that's dead that's still attached to the, the tree. tree. You can yeah. just kind of snap snap off. Yeah, yeah. And so that's typically, if the, you know, if the snow's fallen off of that, it, it's had a chance to dry out. So dead hang dry wood mm-hmm. can get your fires going when there's snow on the ground. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, I'd definitely look for that anyway. So I think that I'd be okay. Yeah. Sounds like I'd be okay. Okay. Good. All right. I'd survive. All right. That's third pro tip there. Fourth pro tip. All right. Now, I'm really curious about this one. This is something that we're dealing with this year Ooh. is we have identified a member of our group yeah. that we, we call him like, you know, you can call him a trip saboteur or whatever, but I've identified kind of the core issue where we have somebody that does not adhere to the gear list mm. and it's not a mistake. It's not like they're forgetting things. They're intentionally not bringing things. Mm. And it took years to figure this out, but I talked to the guy's wife and the, and the wife basically said, Look, if you can't prove to him why this piece of gear is important, <laughs> he's not going to bring it. And he's not asking. I just have to know to do that, basically. That's, okay? that's rough. So then I started reflecting. Like, I really like dug deep into the annals of our backpacking history. Right. And I was able to identify at least one piece of gear almost each year that could have actually, that he didn't bring, mm. that could have actually ruined the trip. Like, was very close. Yeah. Until he actually ended up ruining one of our trips. Right. So Forgetting. I don't want to name any names, right. but how do you handle that moving forward? Oh, this is this is the burden of being a trip planner for sure. When you have people right. that do this stuff, so I mean, obviously, I think you handle it well. I mean, you have to confront it, you have to talk about it, and be honest about it. Like this, look, this is becoming an issue. If you're going to be intentionally like not bringing these types of things that we all need to bring, this is why. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think what you did was good. I think laying it out, explaining it. And then do you do you kind of lay down some kind of a boundary? You know? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, well, that's what I'm asking you. Do you what kind of boundary would you lay down? I mean, I think if it's like if you're gonna intentionally these are I would say like, look, these are the things that we all need to have, for sure bring. If you're gonna intentionally mm-hmm. not bring them. That's what the gear list is. That's all you know, like we have the optional items and then we have right, the Right, but items. like I mean, you can get away with some of the stuff. Like bring pants. Like some people just don't like to bring pants. Like, yeah, I put the word optional when well, it's I don't remember your gear list. I don't have it in front of me. Okay. It's okay. I'm just letting you know that there's essential items and then there's optional items. And it's very clear the difference. That That is true. You do a good job with that. But getting people to read it and follow it is another thing. So if this person is, maybe you'll have to have a conversation unless you just don't, unless you just don't want them to go, unless you just get mm-hmm. over it and you'll be like, you know what? If you're not going to like be a team player, then this isn't going to work out because we just, we don't want to like jeopardize our trips because somebody's like just going to forget to do ABC or intentionally not do ABCD because you did. You had your trip completely sabotaged um, a couple of years ago. So I, I think right. I'm just kind of ultimatum it. 
honestly. Be like, look, you have to bring these things, otherwise okay. it's not going to work out. Okay. Yeah. So you you do that. You, I, I like everything you said. You yeah. communicate. You say you have to have these things. Do you, and they still do don't do ask, it. Do you, do you have any questions? Is there any piece of gear that you're curious why it's required? Because right. I'm happy to have that conversation. Right. You go through that process. And then, like you just said, they still don't do it. They show up. They're at the trailhead because oftentimes we're kind of meeting up right. there. And since they're missing something or you check whatever, how do you handle that? I mean, I think that's one of those. Okay. So if you're at that point, like what can you do, right? You're just going to suffer right. through? Are you just going to have to make the – this is where being a trip, an experienced trip planner and, and backpacker is going to come in handy. Like, yeah, you're probably going to have to like rough it through that trip. Uh, okay. If it's if you're talking about some like water or something crazy like that, then you might have to like no like it, a gear like, right like obviously like. But I think I'd be I think I'd be kind of like tapping out after that. I'd be like, look, we had the chat. You can come on this trip, and then we're not inviting you. I don't. I wouldn't say that, but I okay. think you know after the trip's done, I'd be like, all right, I'm just not going to like go out of my way anymore. I'm done. Like they clearly so more, you're more pat you're going to more passively aggressively not invite. I'm going to take the Carl approach. No, I think um, <laughs> that's not the Carl approach. <laughs> I think, you know, maybe, maybe at the end I'd be like, look, man, it's always fun having you, but like, we can't, I can't do this anymore. If you're going to blatantly ignore the conversation we had, like, it's just disrespectful. Okay. I think okay. I'd lay it out like that and just be honest. And then like, I, I want to invite you on the trip, but like you intentionally have like not brought these things after I just had to talk with you about bringing these things. Like, I'm not going to reach out to you to go on any more trips if you're going to continue to do this behavior. So you tell me. Hey, you, you do want. that. Then that same thing could happen. Okay, you're right. You, you called me out. I'll be better next well, time. Then I th- but no, 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 no. But you, I think that's why you got to like, you have to, I think that's why you have to, it's it's so much extra work. That's the problem. You got to draw the line You're gonna be like, look, in the if ground, If you want to give me a video of what's in your pack before we meet, <laughs> we'll talk. If not, I'm oh out. You're out. That's All it. right. I'm going to run my idea by you. Tell and me then your you idea. Can, you can judge it. How about that? All right, go ahead. So we decided to do like a, a reboot for our July trip this year. I just was not going to have one. I was trying to focus more on the Canyonlands trip. And then things actually kind of cleared up for me in July. And I was like, actually, I do want to have a July trip. So we actually are going to have one. And Oh, wow. I know. I know. Are you, what? Yeah. All of this talk. Yeah. All This is what this is what I'm talking about, people. <laughs> there's just no, there's no, it's yeah. such an exhausting. Somebody changes their mind, it's the end of the world for Derek, right? No, this there was all this beef. There's all these behind the scenes conversations we've had. We have. Doesn't know about. We have. It was just over and over on the phone. Like, I'm not doing a July trip anymore. We're not going to do. I didn't say anymore. I just said. I just said not this year. Well, not this year. We're not going to do yeah. like, nonsense. And that was my then, voice tone. That was exactly. well perfect impersonation. And then all of a sudden he's like, uh, "Yeah, so this thing about uh, let's do a July trip." And this, uh, <laughs> such a drama queen yeah drama queen so yeah. that's my that's my problem yeah. in my well, group. that's probably fair actually but it takes me a long yeah. time to process through things and, and i have a hard time letting go of relationships and people that are friends with me i just want to be friends for life man and so this was somebody that i felt like was consistently being disrespectful to all the effort not only that i put in but the rest of our group put into things and so i finally i just decided i'm just not going to invite him on the trip that doesn't mean that he's like never invited again, but I just need need a yeah. break from him. And so here's here's my new strategy. Aside from not inviting him, you tell me this is this is you know judge worthy here. Okay, I'm gonna say, okay, hey, you need to have all of the mandatory gear. We're gonna do a gear check at mm-hmm. the trailhead. Okay, mm-hmm. you're missing something. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Like we'll take care of it. We'll go back and and go to the nearest store and go get whatever it is you need. That could take four hours because you know some of these trailheads are very remote 
and that could wreck our first day of the backpacking trip. If you're willing to do that, like that's the lesson I'm willing to teach so that you understand how serious I am or we are about this trip. What do you think? So get, give me give me a middle-ranged necessary piece of gear that he has to bring. Like 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 headlamp? What are we talking about? Uh oh man, like we could go through all the things that he has failed to bring. So not not like a sleeping bag, but yeah, like something it, a little I don't bit care how big or small it could be but, matches. Like last trip he didn't bring. So he's like, I don't need matches because I've got a jet oil that okay. has the piezo lighter. And that thing was broken, okay. so he actually did need matches. Okay, so let's say he doesn't bring matches. Or light or whatever, yeah. You're willing to like you're gonna you're gonna follow because you gotta follow through with this. Right. And you're gonna go down the trail and drive an extra two hours back and two right. like you're gonna do all that. Yeah. So I here's the hard not, part. The no. hard, yeah, the hard part is I wouldn't not, do it. Okay. I wouldn't do that. Then then that problem perpetuates itself. I would be like, give me a send me a video clip of what's in your pack. Yeah, he's he's just the guy that would just take it out though. That doesn't well, prove How do you know? You don't know that. And then if he does take it out, be like, Okay, I'm gonna mm. like play hardball here. I'm going back to the car. This is my hardball, Derek. This is well, my hardball. You, you'd ha- you might have to go back by yourself or, or drag him with you. Be like, all right, we're going back to the car. Let's go. And everybody's going to be like, wait, what? We got to wait here yeah. for two oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't need to take everybody down to the store. I would just go with him for sure, and everybody else can start the hike. the most awkward so. drive of your life. That would be awesome. Um, but if you want to put yourself in that situation, that's that's your choice. No, no, no. I, I'm, that's why I said I'm. this is just an idea that I have. I'm throwing yeah. it out there. I'm throwing it not to you, but to everybody else out there. I think that'd be painful. If you have a different idea to deal with a guy like this outside of just simply not inviting him. Here's my question. What if, yeah. because to him it's not a big deal. It's like, Carl, it's matches. Like, what the junk? Like, I'm not going right. two hours back for matches. Right. You can go if you want. Like, are you going by yourself? Oh, like if he refu- if he refuses? Yeah, he's like, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. I'm going to hike. Yeah, yeah. I'll go by myself. That isn't, that's, that's. That's just gonna. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah, I, I'd probably go by myself. I don't know if that's the best or, option. Or, or I would just say, or you know what? Actually, now that I think about it, or I would say, so if you're if you're telling me no, that's fine. Like, like, kind of get circling back to what you said. Let's just tough out this trip, and yeah. not that you have to tough it out with just matches, obviously, but let's just go through right. this trip. But then we're done. I, I don't know if I'd say that. I mean, I, I like that. I wouldn't say it like up front. I would that, that would just be what I was thinking. I think I I think I'd save face and be like, all right, well, you know, we'll just power through and blah blah blah. And then after the trip, I'd maybe like pull them aside and be like, look, man, this is a, this is what's up. If you ever want to go again, you can you can verify with me ahead of time that you have everything in your pack. Because I'm just I'm just over it. Like I don't want to. I'm just tired of like reminding you. It's just, right. just it's just disrespectful. I'm trying to like keep, create a safe environment for all these guys on the trip. And if we forget stuff, it could create like a bigger problem. And blah blah blah. Yeah. So I just I'm not I'm not about the disrespect. I care about you. I like you as a person, but like I'm not about the disrespect. So yeah. That's what I would say. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see how it shakes out. I'm I'm curious. Yeah. Uh, I anticipate. I actually anticipate he's he may not be going again. Is mm, possible. I can't guarantee that. Your predictions and guarantees are you know what do we say eighty percent correct, even though it's probably like eight. Probably no. Eight like percent correct. No. I'm I'm pretty All good right. at thirty. Thirty. All right. All right. I got one more. This is from the perspective. Okay. It's kind of a bigger one. This is from the perspective of the coattail riders. Actually, kind of from both perspectives. Mm. So, you know, as trip planners, we invite a lot of people. We invite yeah. newbies. We invite people that have just kind of always come, and they they enjoy the tr- the plans we put together, the trips we put together. Some may, may still complain about them, but whatever. What do trip planners want from the coattail riders? How, do you, how can you, Derek, a very experienced coattail rider, how can you mm. be good at that? <laughs> <laughs> I plan, I plan my own trips. Um, you have plenty of your own trips, but not yeah. with me. 
No, well, you're you know you have uh, high standards, and you're going to drive back two hours for matches. So <laughs> those are those are high. That's a high bar. <laughs> you better bring your matches. Bring your matches or lighter. <laughs> Listen, Patreon people, make sure, please, for the love of God, you have all of the essential items, or we're going to be delayed. You know, uh, they are not the people that have that problem. Okay, if I'm planning a trip, I want people that are going to come along and contribute. Meaning. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I want you to be able to like do camp chores, I'll put put some mm-hmm. effort in, like help filter water, collect firewood, um, help mm. people set up tent. Like, look to help people out because I think that's like, you know, that's that's part of the experience is like working together, and it creates a good positive environment of like helping each other. So, right, um, yeah. And then if I you like want to go above, if you want to go above and beyond, like super super duper coattail rider then you'd be like hey guys if there's any extra gear you guys feel you know weighed down by i can i can take that gear for you like if you're gonna go that mm. route that'd be yeah that guy could come yeah. on every trip for sure right okay you know nice i like that it's funny you mentioned the, the whole gear sharing thing because uh our, our next youtube video we got a clip from a, a yosemite trip we did where we had to kind of divvy up somebody's gear who was injured mm. and I, I didn't know that i had this clip but yeah it kind of shows you you take some of the gear like you're yeah. willing to carry, and then you're you're happily passing out some gear. You're kind of like Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we were distributing what... How did you get... You got a clip of that? Who was filming that? Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. I don't know who was filming that. That's a good question. Man, I must have taken two plus three pounds of that gear. That was a lot of gear. Yeah, I didn't get all of it. Like, It's not interesting to kind of see somebody repack something, right. but yeah. But that'll be in an upcoming episode, so you'll check yeah, it out. But that was good stuff. Anyway, um, good, good answer for that one. I want them to show up on time. I want them, obviously, like we just mentioned, have the required gear. Yeah. I mentioned contribute something, whether that's um, bringing like a piece of group gear, logistical planning, um, helping out, like you mentioned, camp chores. Mm-hmm. But one one tip I have along these lines is I think that it's, sometimes people want to contribute, but they don't know how to contribute. And so you can always like assign somebody, like you're in charge of bringing this thing on the trip, right? Right. Or, hey, why don't you, it could be simple. Like, why don't you bring a dessert for somebody for, you know, for everybody that first night? So did you know that I actually assigned something to you kind of early on to help you become a contributor? Did you know that? Did you? No. Games. Games? Games. Yep. I put you in charge of the games and you happily obliged. And since then, you've kind of figured out other other ways to contribute. So bringing some other stuff so yeah. yeah i mean i tried to help you set up a tent one time and it was just like no derek absolutely not like i do my t- <laughs> people are kind of I, I will say the tent setup thing is a little bit sketchy and tear down mm. especially because people can be very particular i know uh i know yeah. nolton's like mr eagle knives machetes saws and shears multi-tools shovels swords axes spears hatchets and tomahawks if it cuts snips slices or chops midway usa has it Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com.
Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com He's like, no, 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 no. You don't fold up a tent like that. You do it like this. And I was like, whoa, okay. I got into a groove with Rocky, yeah. our guy Rocky, last summer where he's he can be one of the last guys out of camp, especially if he's partnered with one of the other late sleepers who we didn't have last summer. <laughs> yeah. And so basically Rocky and I just came to this agreement that when we get to camp, I'm setting up the tent. Mm. And, or no, sorry, he's setting up the tent when we get to camp. And then because he's a little bit longer to get out of camp in the morning, I'm in charge of the takedown. Mm. And you would not believe how much time that saved Really? It was amazing. Like, it actually, yeah, we got out of camp, like, at, like early. Not even at a reasonable time, but wow. early. Like, it was legit. And so, hey, that's, a, like, a bonus pro tip right there. So if you have somebody who kind of is slow to get out of camp, just right. kind of make them do the upfront chores, and then you do the back end ones. That way you don't feel so bad about doing that in the morning. So right. I think I'm going to always do that with him. And that was, like, a solution that took, I don't know, only 20 years to figure out. Yeah, so nice. there you go. Nice. I'm proud of you. Good job. Yeah. So there you go. Hopefully there was something helpful in there. And if you have your own pro tips, please, please share with us. We'd love to include them on a future episode. Yes. Throw them so, on. Throw them on. All right. Uh, I think that's it. we have anything? We have any trivia coming up or anything? Or no? I got some trip tip trivia coming up right after this. If you're like me, you want more for less. One of the latest global communication devices to hit the market, Zolio, does just that. Zolio gives you more features than its competitors for almost half the price. Your friends and your loved ones can initiate contact with you when you're off the grid, auto check-ins at preset intervals, more characters per message, and all in a five-ounce device the size of a deck of cards. We believe Zolio to be the best remote communication option out on the market. Check it out at Zolio.com or most places where you buy your adventure gear. It's time to reduce or remove blisters and chafing. Exoskin's base layer options uses three-dimensional knit patterns to accelerate the wicking and drying effects of their seamless apparel. We're talking socks, shorts, shirts, undies, you name it. And check out their latest 3.1 version of the liner shorts, aka fancy undies, with micro mesh holes to allow for greater durability, stretch, and recovery. It's the only seamless short in the world that has a two-way stretch elastic band. Check it out at exoskin.us. If you're looking to get fit for your next adventure, then check out Rowan Smith's Training for Trekking podcast. Don't get caught up in the lingo. Trekking means backpacking in Australian, mate. Rowan can give you tips to improve your fitness and trail performance, but he also covers a range of topics from reducing cramps to the benefit of increasing your mobility. Available on all major podcast apps, the Training for Trekking podcast might be the missing piece in your preparation for your next big trip. No longer do you have to sacrifice warmth to get a lower pack weight. Check out the Ventus Active Hoodie from Outdoor Vitals. Great for any adventure, the hoodie vents like a champion and keeps you nice and warm on those chilly mountain mornings. Start experiencing the outdoors more light and comfortable with the newest game-changing insulated hoodie available. And at around 7 ounces, it's barely more than the footprint you don't need. Check out the Ventus hoodie at OutdoorVitals.com. Okay, I got three questions for you. Make me believe. First yeah. one, true or false? Ooh. Okay. 50-50. Permit reservations for national parks 
all begin generally around the same time. Per- permit to like to get them. Yeah, to like put in, to submit put in. like online or or phone call. Like they're within you know like oh, a month, six weeks of each I other. I've not gotten a permit in so long. This is so out of right. my realm. So good question. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say false. False is correct. They are all over the place, especially like you talk about desert parks. And so you could be putting in for permits, you know, back yeah. in December. You could be putting in for permits like, you know, mountain parks, March yeah. or early January. Like they're just all over the place, man. You just got to have them on your calendar. Well, you get different weather, different areas, different yeah. times, all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah, we got Brian from Ohio was putting in for a permit to Rocky Mountain National Park. And I was as well for the summer. And we... So we were like online, same time, same day. And if you can get, it's, it's typically like 8 a.m. mountain time for a lot of the different parks. If you can get onto their site and be one of the first ones to click on it, most of the time you're going to get what you want. Not always, most of the time. And so he got his, yeah. I got mine. It was pretty awesome. That's, for, that's sweet. That's huge. Yeah. So congrats, Brian. Uh, number two, a newbie is trying to buy the right amount of food mm. for the upcoming trip. Yeah. You tell them they should plan to carry about how many pounds of food per day on average. Is this fill in the blank? Yeah, just like if you if you can hit within a range. We've talked about this a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. Well, just think about yourself. How much how much would you How much pounds of food per day on per average? Day, like for a full day. Uh, I mean, I try to do like 1 pound me probably like 1 pound a day ish. One Give or take. Maybe maybe a pound and a half. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm assuming my food is uh my dehydrated food has water in it, right? And then no, all no, no, no. So, so you count your dehi- so like a dehydrated food packet is anywhere from like five to eight ounces, depending on ounces, how big it is. Right. Yeah. So that's like yeah, yeah. it's like a quarter to a half pound. Oh, you want? But, but that doesn't count the water. I'm talking about just the the dry goods. Okay, the dry stuff. Then then yeah. under a pound, under a pound. I'm gonna say under a pound. Incorrect. Typically, you're gonna have a pound and a half, which will be on the light end to two pounds. That's what I just said. Per day. I just said that. Yeah, and then you amended it, and then you tricked it. I you didn't trick it. it. I'm just clarifying because you. I, I said a pound and a half yeah. to two most, <laughs> and then you're like, oh wait, wait. No, you. But you were assuming that it had water in it. I was trying to point out like what that really meant. I'm explaining the question. Well, then I'm still saying a pound and a half or two. You should know the answer to this question because we talked about it a bunch. So I just said a pound. Okay. Be embarrassed. What? Be embarrassed. I'm, I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> I pack a pound and a half or two. Okay. Oh my you know gosh. what? You tried to trick me with your little water thing, and that's fine. No, I, that's what it is. You you don't count the water content of the food unless it's like in the package already. So you count the just the weight of the package and any food that you have. So maybe I just don't eat as much as you then. Just you know? pay attention better. Maybe that's why I'm not so large. You know? <laughs> maybe that's I'm more nimble on my feet. All right, we'll count. What is, it's like something like 200 calories an ounce or something. So if you had, oh, that's I, I don't know, maybe 100 calories an ounce, I got to look at it up. But it, it wouldn't add up to like enough calories to cover a day's worth of backpacking if you no. did only a pound. Unless you did like a dare trip, then maybe half a pound's enough. No, I'm about I'm about a pound and a half okay. a day, give or take. All right. Give or take. Uh, scenario for number three, I retire from trip planning and you take over. <laughs> One reasonable change you would make is uh, wake up when you want. No, uh, <laughs> let's see. That's what we do already. I can't. I cannot give you out of their sleeping bags or tents. I I thought I slept in later than everybody, but it's just not not a thing. No, no I mean I thought I would, but I don't. I never. I never middle have. of the road. One thing uh, I would say. What would I do differently? I would want video proof of what's in everybody's bag 
and uh, I don't know if I'd do that, but it sounds re- <laughs> it sounds really cool. It sounds really. It cool. says one reasonable change. I don't think that's reasonable. <laughs> I'd want weekly updates via Zoom. No, um, no, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just you. You do a lot. You complain of- a lot about my trip planning. This is your chance to correct what do you me. Mean I complain a lot. I've also said you do a great job trip planning. You, you cover you cover all the bases. Now I do a great job because you don't really answer the question. No, no, because no, people just don't read what you wrote. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it. You try to do okay. everything, but it doesn't matter what I do. People are still going to find a way to screw it up. So, that's that's my answer. So you don't have an answer. You don't, don't have. I mean, I don't. Change. I mean, I might tweak a few things here or there. Like, uh, yeah, I'll take a tweak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you failed, about it. You're this failing this trivia unless you come up with. I know it is. This is a hard on the spot question. This is hard on the spot. I mean, yeah. uh, I'll cut I, out all all your hours of processing time. <laughs> this is not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, I don't know offhand. I, I'd say like if I was going to change anything, it would be like people are going to you. You, I feel like you do too much for everybody. Mm, so I'd something. probably do less for people. Like, what's one thing you wouldn't do that I do? Uh, I think yeah. I think I would be. I mean, I feel like you you pay for stuff that you shouldn't have to pay for, mm, or you you like bend one. over backwards for people when you shouldn't have to do that. You know what I mean? Like to me, okay. it's like. If they can't, they're like grown adults. Like, you know what I mean? So I get it if they mess up once or twice, but like constantly, it's like, mm, come on. So I've definitely my... paid for more stuff than I should have with most of the guys on the trip. Not everybody, but um, yeah. I feel like if I, I don't know, like I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I'm gonna keep the peace kind of guy. So if I bring yeah. it up to them, if I say, hey, like, can you contribute to X? Or if I see them observing that they're not contributing to X, I feel like that's, sufficient that after that they're yeah. just choosing not to right yeah I th- well so. it, it, it appears intentional so i'm sorry uh that's a good one I'll, I'll take it you passed trivia my friend trip tip trivia whoo yeah well done whoo yeah i like it okay Pro tip tip trivia i got a bible verse bible verse all right um, proverbs, six, proverbs yeah. 69 the heart of man plans his way but the lord establishes his steps mm. Ooh. so frequently Ooh. as we talked about our plans go awry what advice would you give to trip planners out there who have a hard time when things don't go according to plan? When they don't go according to plan, I think uh, yeah. that is a good opportunity to uh, practice your patience and your flexibility. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to happen, and things will get altered. So I think showing, keep learning how to keep your cool and remember, like, the reason you're out there is to enjoy the creation is, is to enjoy the trip and each other. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously things are going to happen, but you just have to make the best of it and try to enjoy the people you're with. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I, I, I kind of have something similar. I take advantage of unexpected opportunities. Um, sometimes the Lord throws us curveballs, And those are some of the best memories we've had. Honestly. Exactly. You know, any trip. I've exactly. Been and so my tendency is to right. plow through it. Sometimes I, 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 I'm just like, we just got to get here. We right. just got to do X. Right. And I just want to plow through. So I'm prone to do that. But that, I'm sure that's led to missed opportunities. And so I've tried to, like you mentioned, practice patience where I'm just like, okay, what's what's going on here? Maybe I'm too focused on the end result or the end game and I'm missing right. an opportunity. And so there's times when, like, you could probably look at my body language and you're like, he wants yeah. to go. Yeah. And I'm just like, I do. But... I also want to be mindful of what's going on right here and take advantage. And so some of the best times we've had on the trail have been when I've literally mm-hmm. wanted to keep going and something awesome right. has happened because we right. didn't keep right. going. So yeah, true. Very true. Yeah. 
Um, so I try, yeah. so I'm trying to get better at that. Work in progress. Work in progress. Yeah. So, uh, I think we covered a lot, man. We kind of, kind of got a little deep. You got, you had some good advice. Uh, yeah, you, you were on your A game today, my friend. Well done. Well, well done. you know, when we're not in joke mode creating jokies, then I pull out the real stuff. We're always so in joke mode creating jokies, right? There you go. Page seven. Yeah. It's good for the podcast. Yeah. So. Okay. So Page that seven. is all I've got. That's all I got, my friend. Uh, remember, guys, if you're going to be planning a trip and you forget your essential gear, um, Carl's going to drive to your house and ruin your trip. So <laughs> FYI, be prepared. We'll see you next time. I want to fly. Uh, this is the B and B family, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real with you guys. Look, I mean, I was assigned games years ago. You know, I loved it. I leaned into it. It's fun. Carl pulled me aside one day. He's like, "Look, you know how I get scared at night. Uh, the guys make fun of me. Uh, I'm scared of the dark. Look, can I also put you on warming up my baby bottle milk before I go to sleep?" And I said, "Look, I'll do that." So every night in the tent, we wake we break out the little pro uh, butane. Thing. And we heat that little, we heat that little milk, and we, you know, I, I check it on my wrist, and I give him his bottle every night, and that's why he sleeps so good on the trail. And that's why his shoulders get healed every night, and then, you know, we start it over every day. That's a true friend. So find that baby bottle friend, and uh, just warm that milk, guys. Sometimes you need to warm that milk. When you go out there, and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more.